www.wrtfm.org. The following is a pre recorded program and is not live. Thanks for listening to WORT 89.9 FM, Madison. WORT 89.9 FM, the area's longest-running independent LGBTQIA radio show, and I'm Dave, your host. Tonight, we're speaking with Ashley and Ali, founders of the Big Gay Market. Welcome, Ashley and Ali. Hey. Hey there. It's great to have you guys here to talk about the Big Gay Spring Market. So to kick things off, can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind creating the event? I sure can. You know, uh, Ollie and I last year uh, got the idea around the same time, or uh, mid-January, to have a LGBTQIA plus uh, centered and focused market organized by two queer individuals um, in March, kind of welcoming springtime getting people out of the house from kind of being cooped up in the in the winter and then uh we had our first market and it was really successful and then we had our second market and it was really successful and it just kind of has kept snowballing so we've had four markets and we're celebrating our first anniversary with our spring market in march that is so exciting. That's huge. Thank you. So can you guys tell us a little bit about the vendors and the kind of products that visitors can expect to see at the market? Well, we're still finalizing details for the spring market. Um, but I can say we are going to have a bunch of different categories. A lot of visual artists, apparel, stickers. People love stickers. Um, we're going to have some food. Uh, it's going to be about 50% new vendors and 50% returning vendors. So whether or not you've been there, there's going to be new people. Um, I think that ratio seems to balance really well because every time you come to the market, it feels like a new market. And yet there are still, there's still like a sense of it's the same old market and everybody kind of knows what they're doing. Um, but yeah, am I, is there any exciting categories that you can think of, Ashley, that I'm missing? Oh, well, I can confirm that our beloved local food cart, Bonzo, will be there serving their incredible food. Um, and then th- other things that we are very excited about are we're going to have some specialty candles. We have a lot more apparel, like Ollie said, than we've had at previous markets. Um, And uh, something new that we're planning on offering this market is a uh, room of local LGBT plus resources where different organizations can table and uh, kind of give their information out uh, to people that are looking for either stuff to do in the area or some queer organizations to support and be a part of. That's really cool. So it's a, a market and a, and a resource center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the goal, I would say. You know, as a seasoned vendor for 
uh, art markets and markets in the area, you kind of get to know what your popular products are, the things that you bring back again and again, and, of course, bringing new things out, new fun stickers, prints, earrings, creations, whatever it is you do uh, to offer to your fans of your work and then future fans, people that have never seen you before. So you kind of get used to putting new stuff out there and our returning vendors have a lot of really fun things coming our way. So what is the percentage of LGBTQIA vendors? Uh, It is not all. And I was actually looking at that today, um, Ollie, but Mm. do you, do you want to say anything about that? Mm, I would be curious what you would say. I mean, I would just say that I honestly, like, I would have no idea just because there are a lot of vendors who I think um, either don't publicly advertise it on their pages or maybe they're not, like, out to everybody yet. Uh, So I think it's hard to be 100% certain. It is really important to note that people are not under any obligation in any way to out themselves in any capacity and that does include when they are applying to our market so there is there there are a great number of queer individuals coming to our our market that we know of for sure because either they put it in their application or they have it published in their online social media profiles when we take a look at them Um, so I can probably safely say that at least 75% of our market is, uh, made of queer individuals or parents of queer children. Um, but the other question mark 25%, that is their own, uh, business. Uh, and we're just happy that they're going to be a part of our little market. Yeah, that's so important to have a safe space. Yeah, and I, I've i also, what we have found, too, is a number, in this number, there's multiple people here, um, a number of vendors have told us, either in emails directly to us or in their applications, that they are still closeted and don't feel comfortable coming out. And being a part of the market makes them feel like they are in that safe space and that they are a part of the community when they don't feel like they can publicly do so. And that's great because that's a stepping stone for them to slowly become more comfortable. It absolutely is. That's amazing. So important. So let's talk about some entertainment. You guys are having drag queens. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, Ashley normally handles some of the entertainment. Are we doing like same old, same old? <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it same old, same old. The drag queens do bring bring their best A game every time they like come. Classic um, returning people. Our 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 veteran drag queens. Yeah. Yes, we will. We will have drag queens at our market. They bring a new outfit every single time they show up they always i feel like the outfits keep getting topped honestly like just better every time more amazing our our queens 
really are making they're they're just they're making their jobs harder because they keep bringing something even more show stopping <laughs> with each market. They set the bar high. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us who's performing or who has performed in the past? We sure can. Um, our dear friend Cynthia Moose Knuckle, who is a local legend. Uh, has come to each of our markets starting since July of last year. Um, And she always brings with her uh, one of her fellow performers. The past two times it's been, um, uh, and I want to make sure I get this right, Malaya Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've loved them so, so much. (laughs) I've seen some of the photos on uh, social media. The queens look like they're having a blast. Do they perform actual sh- numbers? Or do they, perform- uh, they so what what they do is we pay them to kind of like walk around, be on site, take photos with people, and they also visit each of the vendors' booths. And uh, they they'll pose with vendors' products for for them, so they can post them on social media. Um, they kind of amp up the vendor products to the shoppers around them, get people really hyped to buy things, and just overall contribute to the energy of the crowd. We always have them come out from two o'clock to three o'clock, uh, kind of towards the end of the market. Um, to kind of keep that energy rolling. That's so much fun. So they become like the, um, uh, like sort of free influencers for the market and the vendors. That's kind of what it's accidentally evolved into, and we love it. <laughs> it's like That's a staple perfect. now. Yeah, a market staple. I love it. Do you have any other entertainment? Uh. We don't have any specific, like, performers or anything, Um, but I will say that with every market, we do try to bring something new. Um, Like, one market, we had a free button-making station. Um, One market, we had uh, photo sessions. Um, This time around, we're adding, like I said, the resource room. Um, And then so many of the other vendors themselves are just have so many fun things to offer and there are so many different fun things that you can experience uh we always offer you know a cafe with pour over coffee um we obviously have the food carts and we have dessert trucks and you can just make a day out of it a fun time going with your friends family found family yourself whatever you want to do and grab a little snack and walk around. So speaking of food and drinks, which, uh, could you maybe elaborate a little more on some of the culinary experiences? I think you mentioned Bonzo. I did. Ali, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Why don't you take this one? No, that's okay. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to hear. Ashley's handling a lot of the spring market details as I'm focusing a little more on the summer market details. So a lot of this is the great refresher for me. 
but <laughs> let's see. So food for the spring market is bonza, which is super exciting because they have um, vegetarian and I want to say vegan food. So they're they really do fun. yes yeah um and we're going to have some sort of coffee. We always have that at a market. Uh, depending on the market, we often have someone bring like some sort of like baked goods or some sort of um, like we've had jam and jelly in the past. Uh, so our, again, like our market or our vendors are not solidified 100% for this spring market, but we'll definitely bring up some kind of little food or something fun. It sounds like you have quite a few options. For food we try to offer you know i am a lady of many tastes and we want the variety there mm -hmm. so people are going to be able to pick from uh, whether it's um vegan vegetarian gluten-free whatever you need to cater to your dietary needs we'll have something for you it's so important i've been to like markets and they just have like dessert truck which is great we all love a dessert truck but sometimes you have to have a little more right <laughs> mm -hmm. no we gotta Maybe have not. that we gotta have that savory component i can't i can't make it through the day without something <laughs> uh so let's talk about um, accessibility it's very crucial for most inclusive events could you elaborate on the ada accessibility feature now that you like working hmm. i can talk a little bit about this um, so we do really, really love our venue at the Wisconsin Rugby Complex because it is so accessible. So they have lots of parking. So they have street parking. They have a giant parking lot. Um, it just tons of parking and it's all over. It's mostly over cement and very little of it is over gravel, uh, which is really great. Also, they're not being, there's no steps to get in. Uh, and there's an elevator to get to the second floor, which is very helpful. Um, so like I said, it's all paved, which is really great. Uh, the, it, there's just never, um, it gets very busy, but there, there isn't a lot of issue with people moving around because of the venue. Again, it gets a little bit busy, but, um, I, yes, I really, really enjoy that venue, especially because of how accessible it is and something that. I often forget about is how nice the second floor soaks up all the um, sound because they have soundproofing in there. So even when there's a lot of people in there and it's loud, it doesn't seem that loud because they have soundproofing elements in the room. Do you have vendors um, two floors? So we do um, vendors, depending on the market, we do outside vendors, which are like on the first floor out, out in the like, I don't know what to call it. It's, like a, like, it's a concrete apron. It's a big mm. flat area. Mm -hmm. And then we have some on the second floor, which is like inside the rugby complex. And we have some in, <laughs> this sounds funny, but we have some vendors in the locker rooms every year too, which is very cute. Um, so they're just kind of scattered. Yeah, you, anywhere you go, you can find a little vendor hiding somewhere. I also wanted to mention one of the key accessibility components of our market is the indoors component is masks required. Mm -hmm. We do provide disposable masks. We also encourage people to bring their own masks from home to reduce waste. 
and that never seems to be a, a problem. It hasn't so far. <laughs> no, it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so the accessibility thing, I'm just going to touch on, like, are you nervous? Because I, correct if I'm wrong, are you, you're switching to the, um, the Coliseum soon? We are moving to the Alliant Energy Center just for our summer markets. Any other markets going forwards? We have a market quarterly, spring, summer, fall, winter. Just our summer ones will be at Alliant as long as our first one this summer goes well. And the accessibility should be just as well there, right? One could argue that it's even a little better because it is on a public bus line. That is the one negative that we do have going all the way out in Cottage Grove. Um, right. But it is a full, it is an extremely accessible, fully ADA cleared venue, and it's extremely easy to navigate and park there. That's pretty cool. It's on the bus line, so that's going to help or could help bring in people who couldn't get to the suburbs. Yeah, that's the goal. Is we want to bring it to a more central location. Um, but also, frankly, we need the space. Um, last summer, our our second market ever was last July, and it attracted over a thousand people. So we we outgrew it before we even started, really. Mm-hmm. So we're we're needing the space. Bananas. Uh, do are they free? To enter. Mm-hmm. Like from a uh, customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're free. Um, we plan on keeping it that way, free to enter. We just, it's free to enter as long as you come in and spend all your money at the vendors. <laughs> in that, yeah. In, in <laughs> on paper, it's free, but you know, you are coming to shop, right? <laughs> right. So you bring it to the Coliseum. And I want to, I want to, I want to specify here. It's not the Coliseum. It's the exhibition hall. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. So how do you advertise for these events for the most part? (laughs) Uh, Well, we, you know, what we found um, is the, the queer community is a very tight community that is of no surprise to anybody. And word of mouth is the most powerful tool that we have. We do quite a bit of online advertising through Instagram and Facebook. We push a lot of ads through there. Um, we do some traditional advertising as well, passing out flyers at markets and hanging things up around town. Um, but from what we understand, just from feedback most people are hearing about our markets because other people are talking about it um so we are going to do what we always do tried and true traditional advertisement um and we've already started hyping up the summer market uh as best as we can right now we're focusing all of our efforts on the spring market obviously we got to get 
past the the first one before we're jumping into the next hurdle. Um, but we're already sowing the seeds of uh, getting people really jazzed for June. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about you received? I don't want to say it wrong, but you received a, a special a grant from the city for these. No, it's the Kiva loan. Uh, Ollie, do you want to talk about that? Mm, yeah. So um, very recently, we got our Kiva loan fulfilled, which is this very cool thing um, in which you can apply to get a loan. It's crowdfunded from the community, and it's 0% interest, which is really great for us. Uh, so basically, we did a bunch of marketing for it. It was a good way to soft launch the market, too. Uh, but we were we needed a loan because we have um, we don't have a ton of savings because we've only been doing the market for a year. So we needed to take out a loan to be able to pay the Alliant Energy Center uh, our initial funds to hold our spot until we could start taking in uh, vendor applications. So uh, yeah, we ended up getting it super fast. It only took. I want to say a week, it took maybe a week and a half. Yeah, it was yeah. very fast. And we had 32 days to raise the money. So if that tells you anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was great. Kiva's also like they were really easy to work with and they were really great, too. So like small businesses that are looking for a loan, like I'm going to recommend Kiva. Like they were just really good to us and have been working really well so far. And how could you find that information? On um, Kiva? I believe yeah, it's kiva.org, right? I think so. You can literally like K-I-V-A, just Google Kiva and they have a website and it's super easy to use and really accessible and it walks you through all the steps. And it's a pretty quick process. What was that? Is it an easy process to apply for it? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it, I would say it was pretty easy. It's pretty thorough to make sure that you're actually going to use the money for what you say you're going to use it for. Um, but and it's it's a few rounds of like people looking at it and making sure it looks okay. Uh, but yeah, it. I mean, for the amount of money that we got and how much it helped, it was really an easy process. That's a great resource. It's good to know about. Yeah. All right, you guys, yeah. as we wrap things up, what are your hopes for the future of the big gay spring market or just the big gay market in general? Oh, you know, that's such a big question because when we first started this, we just kind of hoped that maybe a hundred people would show up. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we just want to continue to provide the inclusive, loving, safe space that we have accidentally stumbled into and built. And we, as we continue to grow, we don't want to lose sight of that. That's great. Is there anything else either you would like to add? I'm providing you other details, uh, how you can find information and what is the exact date and time of the spring event? Yeah, it's the Big Gay Spring Market taking place on March 16th at the Wisconsin Rugby Complex in Cottage Grove 
from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can find the event on Facebook if you just type in the Big Gay Market. It's one of the events that we are hosting. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at the Big Gay Market. And we really look forward to seeing you there. Come check out over 60 vendors. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. And how can <laughs> vendors take part in future events? Uh, Ollie? Well, we um, have summer applications actually open right now. Um, spring applications are closed. We're going through the vendors right now. Uh, but if people are interested in being a vendor for the summer, which I would highly recommend jumping on the jumping on the bus and getting to, you know, do it now before our, our applications fill up. Um, but if you're interested, uh, there it, we have this super fancy website too, which has a lot of information on it. And would probably, along with going to our Instagram, would be a great way to keep in touch with us, um, which is the Big Gay Market LLC dot com. Uh, so yeah, apply to the summer market and um, yeah, sign ups for our mailing list and yeah, we'll have a bunch of markets in the future. Keep going forever. Well, thank you, Ashley and Ashley, for joining us tonight. We're so excited about the big game spring market. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Dave. You've been listening to Query. Coming up next, This Way Out, 89.9 WORT. Thank you.